Hello there, dear listener. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. If you are a regular listener and you listened to the last episode, you'll uh, recognize that I did a little intro at the beginning and said that we had a little uh, audio problem. And I can assure you that it doesn't happen ever again because uh, it's been fixed. But this episode, as well as the last episode, um, the wrong microphone was selected. There was an issue. And uh, what you're hearing, my audio, Harrison's audio, is not going to be uh, coming through the microphone as was intended. So it's going to be a little worse. Um, I hope that doesn't take away from the conversation and that you can still dive deep into this topic. I think it's a great topic. uh, But I just wanted to give you a little warning, a little disclaimer. And we apologize, but we hope that you can have a nice listen. So thank you for tuning in and enjoy. I'm Harrison. And I'm Amir. And we believe that one of life's most valuable assets is the gift of conversation. In the midst of life, sometimes we forget the true power of a deep, meaningful conversation. So take a breath, come join us, and let's talk about life. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Let's Talk About Life podcast. My name is Harrison King. And my name is Amir Koro. And we are here today. Well, first of all, before we start off, Amir has told me that he's got some big news he wanted to share. I have no idea what it is. And he said he wanted to tell me on the podcast. So Amir, what's the news? What's going on? Yes. So I, okay, some really big news. I'm pregnant. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. So basically, last Thursday, okay, last Thursday, I got an email. Annie and I got an email. It's Tuesday, by the way. Yes. For reference. Yeah. Exactly. So last Thursday, Annie and I got an email from a producer at ABC News. Okay. And they were interested. They saw our video about meeting for the first time. Right. And they reached out because they're doing a one hour special on kind of like love and the pandemic and just like how our lives have changed and everything. And they wanted to feature our story. (laughs) Okay. So, no so that's one part, right? So that's one part. Oh, uh, that's funny. And so we hopped on a call with the producer mm. on Saturday. We hopped on a call with the producer on Saturday. We just like talked about the project, like a pre-interview kind of thing. And basically she said, oh, I thought you guys were actually physically together. And so you know what they're going to do? They're fly you out there. They're flying me out to New York Tomorrow! Tomorrow! Tomorrow, I'm flying out to New York. And Annie's going? She's going to... Yes. Well, she's close, So right? I get to... And, and they're, they're paying for everything. Like, the accommodations, everything. And How so long? I basically get to be be with Annie tomorrow. Whoa! Yeah. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. That's crazy. Yeah. How, long are the, how long are you going for? I'm going to be there for a week. Oh, man. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, have, so this keep, is for... Keep us updated. Yeah, this is for ABC, uh, ABC 2020. And... They're going to be interviewing us. We're going to sit down with uh, with Deborah, uh, Deborah Roberts and we'll just like talk about just how we navigated the pandemic, like just how like love, like how we managed love in the pandemic and everything. I am beyond excited and nervous and yeah. like everything like last night I could not sleep. I I could not for the life of me slept. I slept at like 630 after like tossing and turning and tossing and turning and tossing and turning. Um but I'm I'm just excited. I leave tomorrow at eight forty five a.m. Wow! Wow! That happened fast. Mm-hmm. Man, wasn't it last the last time we did this? I think we talked about relationships. Wasn't that a yeah? Wasn't that yeah, our I topic? Think so. Funny enough. Yeah. So there you go. Well, that's well, yeah. You'll have to yeah. Next time we do this, you have to tell us 
tell everybody what what happened and what's going on and we can all mm-hmm. watch it when it's up well that's cool mm-hmm. and you get to see Annie, so that's always great <laughs> yeah exactly right and then she's coming next month too look at that so it it all it all works out beautifully awesome that's awesome i yeah, that's beyond grateful yeah you know, wow. blessings upon blessings man i'm just grateful you know what do you um do you think there's any reason that you were picked like i'm um, for you know like the universe sending things your way or whatever like what do you think what do you think is the meaning of this we're I on the think, podcast after all we gotta make it deep yeah, in some way of course, of course <laughs> exactly i think uh no let's go straight for it i think the meaning of this you know um i in everything I try like I, with this thing in particular, I'm trying to not get too caught up on the high, mm. you know, too caught up on the high, because I think in everything, you know, there's there's a high and a low. There's a trade off to mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the one story of the uh, th- it's this old Chinese parable of like the the farmer, you know, um, basically one day his son falls off a horse, breaks his leg. The whole village is like, oh, that's terrible. The farmer says, we'll see. Right. The next week, a war breaks out and his son isn't drafted into the army because he broke his leg. The village is like, oh, that's great. The farmer says, we'll see. Mm. Right. Then next, you know, next time, like the the horse runs away. Right. The farmer says, we'll see. Right. And then so on and so forth. The cycle continues of bad stuff happening. Farmer says, we'll see. Good stuff happening. Farmer says, we'll see. At the end of the day, you know, everything is, right? Being able to just look at everything kind of objectively and neutrally, you know, and at the same time, be grateful for everything that's passing through. That's kind of what I'm trying to learn through this, mm. you know? Um, yeah, I'm trying not to get too caught up into the high because I feel like sometimes when one does get too caught up into the highs, then one loses oneself. Mm. you know and inev- in and inevitably sets oneself up for disappointment right right you say this you you this is interesting because i've noticed you say this often that mm. things are going good and you try not to focus on it too much do you think that mm. that can be bad though like you're not like personally do you find you mm. you could like you're not celebrating things as much because you're mm. like you don't think you're deserving of that celebration or that it's it's mm. better to err, err on the side of like caution Good question. I'd say like, that's a really good question. I think I do like celebrate, you know, I I definitely do celebrate and integrate my wins. I think at the end of the day, there's still the underlying confidence of like, oh, yeah, you know, that's cool. That happened. You know, I did that. And at the same time, I think it's just, you know, walking the middle path of not getting too caught up into it. Right. I think... It it's not necessarily coming from a place of like oh my gosh I don't deserve this mm. kind of thing because I think that radiates a different energy like oh you know what like let me try to hide this you know like oh, right you know there's a kind of shyness or an insecurity to it but I think with this I'm like very confident in the sense that hey, okay yeah you know I made the video I made this happen um, blessings are coming my way I'm grateful for them mm. and at the same time you know I'm not attached you know right. I think when one is immune to the good one is also immune to the lows and i don't necessarily mean that in an emotional numbing sense you know like still allow yourself to feel everything but i think um you know it's like that one thing that i heard from from a man gary vaynerchuk you know it the high like the insults will only hit you 
the hate will only hit you if you're letting the good in as well. If you're taking it personally, right? Because right? right. if you're looking for like compliments and everything in the comments, it only takes one hate comment to throw off all of, of them, of course. right? And so it sets a precedent of like taking the comments personally. Mm. But you know, you can't cherry pick whether to take the just to take the good or just right. to take you know whatever. Like it's all one package deal. Are we taking it personally or are we not? So that's how I approach it myself. Mm. Yeah, what that about makes, you. Like, how do sense. you like approach? your wins and how do you celebrate your own, you know, achievements? Yeah. I I've always found it challenging to like those kinds of things. Like I've had some really cool, great things happen. And, uh, and I know they're, I know they're like, I'm happy for myself and whatever, but my, my challenge is always like sharing that with others because I don't want to ever come across, um, like cocky or, or overconfident or whatever. Um, because I was called that a lot in the past. I have been, and I'm conscious of it. I try to be, and I know that it's, it's easy to, um, you know, when you try to do a lot of things, eventually you'll, you'll have whatever you, people call it luck. It's not luck, but you know, you do a lot of things, you eventually have good stuff happening. And then if, if that's happening all the time and, and people can just be, be negative about it and whatever. So I, I've always, that's my thing is like, there's a lot of, I said, good things that have happened to me even recently that I don't like share with like really many people, like, because, um, because of that. And, uh, because of the reaction, like, I don't want it to me to come across, like, I want to share with you, but I don't want it to be like, wow, look at how awesome I am. Like, that's never the goal. Right. Mm -hmm. So this is fine line. So I would say that I under celebrate things. Um, and, uh, mostly out of, out of that, like, being being scared to no i guess that's more like with people because it's important like i liked i want to share that experience with people right like and, and i want like if you had some i want you to share with me right but um yeah i think personally i'm i'm pretty good at you know celebrating myself at least i've been trying to focus on like on my birthday party this year i had a whole thing and that was like my my uh the point of the party was like to do something fun and exciting for me that I knew I would like and just go like, well, I had a great year. Uh, these are ups, downs, whatever, but like celebrating yourself and something that I don't do enough. I don't think anybody does enough actually. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know if that makes any sense, but, but it's a, it's a challenging like line to walk where, where, especially when I said it's important to shot to me to share with people, but it's like, are you, are you doing it for your ego or are you doing it because you genuinely want to share this experience with somebody else or, or are you trying to be like, I'm better than you, right? Like there's just all these different things. So, um, I definitely don't like err on the side that you do, like the way you, you approach that, like that thing, I would, I would probably dwell on it for a week and be like, this is the best thing ever. Like, wow. Um, and, and really dive into it. But, but also now you're saying that, you know, that also can make, the bad things worse right so so it is a weird it is a weird thing um especially right now because there were so many kind of quote-unquote bad things that happened like just a lot of perpetual not greatness <laughs> over the past couple of years so when good things happen it's easy to latch onto them but then it makes it feel worse when things are bad so yeah i don't know mm -hmm. yeah i totally hear you no that that makes sense you know sometimes you know we can feel uncomfortable with sharing perhaps our achievements or things because it feels like we're like growing our own ego or calling mm -hmm. attention to ourselves. But I, I think like for myself personally, like 
you can always tell me like what what good is going on in your life because for me i want to see you win mm. i don't get it like for me i don't get insecure when other people are winning right right i think like hearing you win that's great you know mm. like i want you to win you know like it you winning doesn't detract in any way from me and neither does it feel like you know you're boosting your own ego i'm like i want to celebrate with you right you know whatever wins that you have and i think i think you know it's it's also important to have those people you know in in our lives like people who who we can just like be like dude i just fly into new york oh my god this is amazing you know like that kind of thing you know to have friends that we can celebrate and share our wins in because so much of the joy like so much of the joy of achievement is having people to share it with of course like if you achieve all the things in the world but then you ultimately have no one to share that or celebrate it with then then it's all you know kind of for nothing yeah yeah i think the um you you said something interesting about like you personally wanting to wanting to hear other people's wins right mm-hmm. i think i think part of my reservation and 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 maybe there's this like almost stigma around that like like is social media you know mm-hmm. which we've talked about previously how it can be like this is just the good stuff you know this is all the great things or whatever and like i don't want to be that person that just is only going yeah look what happened today like just so you know you know this is what's going on in my life um, but sometimes it's like, I want to share it cause there's people in there that I care. So yeah, it's just weird, weird line. But I think that's definitely amplified, like, uh, at least my feeling of like not wanting to share with people because I know what it's like to be on the other end. People are just like putting out stuff all the time. That's like, Hey, look at me. Like I'm being great. And I don't want to, I personally don't want to come across that way. And I mean, I think mm-hmm. most people, when you think about it, don't want to. So it's a weird, it's a weird mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think it comes down to intention. Mm. Like in sharing, is your intention to share or is it or is your intention to like grandstand and boost your ego? Right, right. Kind of thing, right. I think it comes down to intention and you can tell. You can tell. That's true. You know? That is true. Yeah. And I think it also involves listening. I think I think kind of just being willing to listen to other people's achievements and accomplishments makes people more willing to listen to what you have. You yeah, know? that's true. That is very true. Reciprocity, Mm. and it's not even for that purpose. It just so happens that that's a fundamental principle. But I think it starts with just like an altruistic desire to just hear other people win, you know, Mm. and to just hear them out and provide the space. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think we should just everybody in in general help uh, make it more like common to 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 share those things and like celebrate them with people. I think a lot of it definitely comes from like. people like feeling like they're hurting their own ego or their, or their like self-confidence. I say people like this happens to me too. Um, when you hear somebody else doing good things, then you're like, well, I'm not doing good enough. Right. Like it ends up, it can easily end up being flipped where it's like, you're no longer focusing on what they're telling you. You're focusing on how it makes you feel. Right. And it's like, Oh, I mean, he's got this great thing. Like he's going on ABC. That's off, man. Like I got, I'm in my bedroom all week and I'm like, I, and then all of a sudden there's no connection there. I'm not celebrating your win. I'm thinking about the bad things, the things that I wish I could do. And it makes you feel bad. Um, but I don't know if that's a natural, like feels like almost a natural thing to to do. Um, but it's good. You got to make the conscious choice not to, I guess. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that also comes down to like, just like, comparison is the thief of connection mm-hmm. I, I love coming up with all these little aphorisms on the spot yeah yeah <laughs> you know i've like anytime we we start comparing yeah you, you get the idea what are some of the things that 
have been happening this week for you that you are proud of? Hmm. Or actually, no, no, no. Here's a different question. Here's a different question. Okay, I'm going to throw out a word to you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to throw out a word. And I want you to give me your thoughts. Rain wisdom down on us, Harrison. Okay. Okay, here's the word. Humility. I uh, I need a definition of this because I actually don't know officially like what's that i don't use that word often so define it and then i will oh i, I yeah i'm not I'm a... <laughs> i don't use that word <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna here hold up i'm looking it up on google mm-hmm. real quick we're not we're not uh real philosophers over here everybody so a modest <laughs> or yet. low view of one's own importance humbleness okay okay um just whatever comes to mind is that what you want me to okay. want me to share yeah i think I think that's uh, that comes with wisdom, and I think they're connected. That's what I would say. Um, and wisdom, to me, is uh, learning through experience. Maybe you know you often hear of like um, elders or 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 those kind of you know older people who are respected in a community as being wise, right? Like it's not too often that you hear of a 15 year old and they're referred to as wise. Um, I guess it's possible, but I think that's, that comes with, with time and experience in a, in a thing and a lot of reflection. And I think there are obviously, I, I, I'm talking completely just like outside, (laughs) like third person because I haven't experienced this obviously. But um, I'm going to use my, like, my grandfather, for example, because it's always a word I think of when I think of him is, is wise. And he is extremely humble. And, and I think that as you learn things through experiences and, and, and gain that wisdom of how life works, how relationships operate, like all the intricacies of, of just being a human and interacting with others and yourself, um, you start to learn that humility. And, and I think that is probably a key to like peace, inner peace and, uh, and enlightenment and those things, because, because they always talk about how bad, you know, the ego can be. And it's such a, like a instinctual reaction naturally. Right. Like, I don't know much about psychology, but I, you know, there's the whole, there's the whole ego thing. Right. And, uh, and it's just a natural, a natural thing. So I think that the longer, the more you experience stuff um, and you reflect on that and you learn that to, to shift away from that ego, to make choices. So it's not a reaction and in turn brings us humility, which will bring again, peace and, and all these things. So I think that's what I'm thinking of when I, when I see that word, like I don't, I don't maybe in some instances I relate to that word, but like, that feels like I'm not there yet. Like, I can't, I can't, maybe that's why I don't use it. Cause it's like, I'm not, I'm not qualified. I haven't reached that level. Um, that's like level 83. We're only on whatever. <laughs> We're uh, only on level 21. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, those are my first thoughts. How's that? Amazing. Fantastic. <laughs> Wisdom rains down on me. It's going to help me. It's going to help me become more humble. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. When it comes to humility, it, for myself, I feel like it's a word that is often usurped. It is a word that is often usurped. 
and warped and manipulated by mm. people who want to feel superior. Ah. People who want to feel superior to you. Okay. In the sense of, you know, bringing it back to uh, to sharing our wins and things like that. You know, often, I know this is going to sound reminiscent of Kanye, but hear me out first. <laughs> hear me out. I'm going to go somewhere with this, right? I think oftentimes, you know, people who feel perhaps insecure about their own achievements, if they see you doing great things, like you need to be more humble. You should just be humble. Right. Why, you know, like stop, stop granting, you know, you should be humble, which, hey, there, there's, you know, there's an important, um, there's, there's truth in that. And at the same time, I feel like oftentimes in my own personal experience, I've seen it more so used against me in the sense of, well, I'll speak in my own personal experience within like the Filipino community. You know, it's like there's this cultural, I guess, not necessarily stigma, but like people just don't like to see like really successful, you know, people from their neighborhood, like being really successful or things like that, because like, oh, wow, look at him. Wow. He should be so he should be more humble. You know, he should be, he should be more humble like me, you know, right. Like, he should be more humble like me. Isn't that, you know, ego asserting exactly, itself, exactly, right? Exactly. And, and I think the entire thing with humility is it's usurped by people who use humility as a grandstand for their ego. Right? That's fair. Yeah. Humility then becomes an ego thing. Oh, I'm so humble. Mm-hmm. Right? I think it also gets hijacked by insecurity as well. Yes. You know, I think there, there's an yes. important distinction there. Um it's this one kind of trite quote we might have heard of it um but humility is not thinking less about yourself it's about thinking about yourself less i was just gonna say like when you as you're describing this that's funny like the humility you're talking about is people like choosing you know they're talking about it it's like an an active thing and it's it i think in its essence if it's actually being performed maybe by somebody like uh, something that's wise as I'm talking in that, in that sense, it's, it just, it is a, um, byproduct of other things. Like it just happens. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about being humble. Cause if you are, that mm-hmm. defeats the purpose of, it, mm-hmm. right? Like it's just something that happens totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so it's like a habitual way of like thinking about yourself less. It's not thinking less about yourself. Humility and confidence are still are, they are, what's the word they can coexist, Mm. you know? And I think oftentimes we mistake humility for insecurity, but humility is understanding that, Hey, I am capable. I have done some things, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm just a tiny speck in the universe. Right. 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 I think humility is grounded in like kind of an, like an awestruck wonder at kind of the magnitude of the world and understanding our scale. Mm. It. It's like, you know what? I'm capable of doing things. Is it going to be permanent? No. Right. Am I going to be around forever? No. Mm. Right. Am I some kind of everlasting deity? No. You know? And I think it's keeping perspective, I think is the one word I would say perspective. Mm. You made me think of something speaking of my grandfather. Um, he he's something he said before when i've i've we've had, had a similar conversation and and uh you were talking about the people that are like oh you need to be more humble because you're doing great things right and there's a you can't just rely on this but there's there's some truth in this statement and it's uh it, you know it ain't it ain't bragging if you done it 
is is the <laughs> is the phrase right I, it's not my words but that's like the phrase right and it's if you think about it it's true like unless you're going about in a way of of going look what i did i'm better than you you know which is like bragging right um like yeah look at me but but if you're talking about something that you've done and you're not intentionally doing it to make others feel a, w- a certain way or like boost yourself up you're just sharing your experience it's not bragging if you've put in the work to achieve something and whatever and done all this stuff and and like sometimes you hear celebrities or or like like actors you know that are like a lot of them struggled like for years right and now they're famous and whatever and they talk about the things they're doing sometimes you're like oh man like just they're so ungrateful and like it can be easy to say that and 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 go well why are they like do they not understand what i'm going through like they're just talking about their struggles and it's like oh their struggles like whatever they're you know they're a multi-million dollar um like they're in movies and stuff whatever right and and it's it's like they're they're sharing their experiences like they're not bragging they're just sharing what they've done um and just because it's not the same as what you're experiencing doesn't mean it's wrong right it's a weird it's a weird thing it's a weird topic it's a good topic Mm -hmm, definitely and i feel like the the through line for all of these you know if we're talking about achievements if we're talking about humility i think the through line the thing that ruins all of this is insecurity Mm-hmm. right what do you think about that word you know yeah. when i throw out the word insecurity yeah i don't know it's something that uh i've i've recently been just thinking about just just in, in general it's uh i think it's really easy to see other people's insecurities very easy mm-hmm. very easy um much harder to find your own um and discover them and i i've i have things that i've recently have like realize that I, I maybe an insecurity or whatever that I have that I never thought was there, you know? Um, and they're kind of these hidden things you have to like look for. And that also requires effort. Um, whether it's, you know, talking to, to someone like a professional or, or a bunch of self-reflection or just having good people around that you can chat about and, and learn things, um, be open and honest. Um, it's something that are often like I would think of it as a bad thing. I hear that word and I think of it as instinctually as a bad thing. Right? But I think it now that we're discussing it, like I think it, it it can be a good thing. Like it's a it's a character building trait, maybe right. Like you you take that insecurity and you learn from it. You better yourself, and you wouldn't be farther along if you didn't have it in the first place. So maybe that's an interesting way to think about. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely hear you. I think like when it comes to insecurity, I, I agree like the connotation can be negative. I think, you know, in a very much like Brene Brown-esque, you know, paradigm, I think another word for insecurity is just vulnerability, mm-hmm. right? If something is insecure, if something is not secure, that means it is vulnerable, right? And vulnerability is the source of connection, right? Being vulnerable with one another, I think I'm just like taking a step forward to be vulnerable myself. I think when it comes to insecurities, it's a really interesting case of imposter syndrome Mm. for me because I feel like my biggest insecurity is actually music. Yeah. Yeah. My biggest insecurity is music and in particular my voice. You know, I feel like I I'm just for context viewers. Hello. We're, we're friends now, you know, (laughs) welcome to to the conversation, you know, wherever you are, if you're driving, hope you know, like you're not alone and whatever you're going through. Um, but for me, my biggest, biggest insecurity is my voice. Like I am so insecure about my singing 
in the sense that, you know, I feel like there's kind of an expectation on me that because I'm Filipino, I need to be able to sing like all the other Filipinos. Right. But the thing is, I truthfully don't. And for the longest time, I've like tried to like, oh, what if I just sang more like, you know, insert Filipino artists here? Or what if I just sang Week by SWV more times? Or, you know, what if I sang like, you know, just more like a Filipino, but then like, I never felt like that was where my voice was at. Mm. And so kind of growing up as a kid, I always like kind of hid my voice because it wasn't like the other kids. Right. In the sense that my voice was like really low and like, I like singing Frank Sinatra and like, well, I mean, Frank Sinatra is like big in the Philippines anyways, but um, I did it my <laughs> way. <laughs> okay. Don't copyright strike me. Um, But I think also when it comes to like being a vocal coach, sometimes I'm insecure about like, my ability to teach like mm. wait i'm not perfectly there yet like what what right do i have to like tell someone how to use their voice right but you know, like i try to remind myself right even though those are my insecurities i try to remind myself that whew, i have something of value to offer no matter how far up the ladder i am there's mm -hmm. always somebody that i can help and so if i make it less about me and like trying to attach my ego to my voice because i think insecurity is rooted in ego as weird as it is subconsciously because ego is our self like our self-image you know in many ways our ego is our kind of who we perceive ourselves to be our um external identity at least in the paradigm that i'm talking from and so an insecurity is kind of like a chink in the armor oh i shouldn't use that word <laughs> it's kind of like a, a a gap in the armor of like this identity of who we think we are and who we want to be and so like we're insecure and we try to compensate as a means to fill that gap in the ego, yeah, yeah. right but if we, if, if we can just allow that to be the space the holes in the armor are what let the light in you know mm. so i think yeah that's just a little vulnerability on my side and like kind of how practically yeah. i work through it i work through it every single day like every single day i go into work and i teach and then i voice crack I'm like eh. Mm -hmm. you know but, yeah, but i'm totally. working on it and i think the security comes from the security and the confidence comes from the progress like wow i'm so much better than i was three years ago you know exactly and that's what kind of keeps me going amidst that i think some insecurities can come from pressure like outside pressure too like things that aren't actually inherent problems with you or whatever like i have a i have an example um which is is music related like it's what you made me think about that i am um, we've talked about like the first couple of years of this music program that i'm in and it's very it was just focused on jazz and there's a lot of people that just love jazz and we're super focused like that was it you know and and i felt like i i don't listen to didn't know who john coltrane was until i got here like <laughs> you know mm -hmm. i'm uh, my my favorite artist up to that point was like ed sheeran so you know as far away from mm -hmm. jazz as possible and and i mm -hmm. felt like i felt insignificant and i felt like i was incorrect um because because i was not into that so when people had asked me like in in my uh you know, classes or whatever. And it was like a thing. Everybody wanted like, Oh yeah. Like who you, who you dig, like who you listen to nowadays? Like what's your favorite piano player? And I was like the only jazz piano player I knew of or that I had played anything of. Cause he has like written stuff in books is Oscar Peterson. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it sounds, he's cool. I guess like he's Canadian. I like, awesome. Uh, and I just always said Oscar Peterson, like as a cop out, just cause I didn't want to say nobody and, and get feel bad. 
And, uh, and then people would be like, Oh, like, what's your favorite song? I'm like, uh, like, and I, I just didn't know I was lying because I, I didn't fit in if I were to tell the truth. Now, part of that is like, you know, life experience, like I've learned a lot in a couple of years and, and I'm totally fine with that now. But, um, so, so I think part of that was like my age, but, but I, what I'm trying to say is that, um, anywhere else. I was totally fine to tell people that I like Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande or whatever. Like, but in that context, I felt this pressure to fit in. Like, like I knew I would be ostracized for not liking the right stuff or I was like, and I would have felt like I was in the wrong place, even though I, I felt like I knew I was in the right place. That's cool. I knew it was the right place for me to be, but I felt like I wasn't doing the right things. And, and I think, maybe that stems from some other insecurity, but it felt like almost a forced thing that I was all of a sudden insecure out because of the pressures of the situation. And I think that's definitely something that can happen in, in many different, many different situations. What do you think? Oh, I hear you, man. I hear you. That is like, I feel you. I I felt the exact same way going into jazz school. Like Mm. my cop out answer to what's my favorite jazz pianist was Oscar Peterson as well. Like I played his (laughs) piano, like seriously, I played his like piano books and everything. Mm -hmm. Like, but then when people have asked me, Oh, yo, which which tune? I was like, see jam blues, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like easy one, you know, um, obviously, you know, that, that filled in with time, but I think the fitting in bit is, you know, is a big part of it, you know, when we're young, or even even now, in many ways, I, I think it's it's a innate human, just longing, the, the desire to fit in, yeah. to be accepted by the community, because it like it is an evolutionary need. Mm. Because if you don't fit in with a village, if you don't fit in with a tribe, you get kicked out, and then you die. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. like, naturally, we like have evolved to want to fit in, because that's what you know, the people who survived did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, especially in in schools, in music schools in particular, I feel like this is kind of our shared experience. There's a kind of ivory tower, myopic view of, you know, what music is in the sense that, like, as you said, like, you felt wrong for liking pop music, right? Mm. You felt wrong for liking, you know, all these people that you genuinely enjoyed prior to this and like millions of people genuinely enjoy and i think there's kind of like a a bs supremacy thing that happens like ha i because i know more triple poly chords i am superior musician you know in in my books it's like it's great to know look of course it's fun you know like make things sound cool make things sound dope you know but i think what matters more is like the connection and making something that's true to you you know if like if it's not Hmm. Actually, that reminds me of this one thing. I remember in grade 11. Yeah, in grade 11 or 12. This is when I first discovered Jacob Collier. Mm. Sorry, listeners, (laughs) we're on a music tangent and you got to put up with it for a second. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I first discovered Jacob Collier. And um, if you guys don't know who Jacob Collier is, he is like walking musical genius. You should look him up. Modern day Collier. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. C-O-L-L-I-E-R. He is fantastic crazy mad scientist albert einstein music okay anyways um so i first discovered jacob collier in grade 11 and when i first heard it i'm like i need to be this Mm. and so i made this cover of issues by julia michaels nice but then i inserted all the triple polychords i wrote some stuff in like seven eight i did like a weird three six bar of 316 and like reharmonize it and you know it 
it sounded so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounded so bad. I think in trying to make something that was like, you know, I was trying to be something that I wasn't. Mm. Right. But the thing is like, that's not what comes naturally to me. That's not what also sounds necessarily the best to me, mm. you know? And, and so I think the entire fitting in thing, the entire, like the insecurities are exacerbated by, you know, the desire to fit in. Right. But I think in many ways, humility is also the antidote to that. Having the perspective to know that, okay, I don't know everything and neither do I need to know everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I can't play like some of my colleagues who are still in jazz school. I can't play like them. I think humility is being okay with that. Not to say that I'm the most humble person on the planet. Definitely by no means I'm still working on it. Lord, please help me. Right. But I think Kendrick Lamar is obviously the most humble person. Yeah, of course. He's got a whole song. He made a song about it. Yeah, he made a whole song about it. He he wins the humble. He is the humble man. (laughs) He wins humility. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. those are my thoughts as as to how it relates kind of with music and our shared experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's I think part of that. And what we've experienced is, is like I said, just, I say age, it's only, it's only, only been a couple of years, but just like learning different things, being a person, like a, an adult, if that's what you want to call us. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, just, just learning things like, like I, I couldn't have been where I am right now that, that couple of years ago, because I, I didn't have the experience of so even going through that and realizing that it's okay to not have the same interests and being confident enough. Like I had a lot of confidence, but I also, you know, when you go to a new place or anything, you want to, you want to quote unquote fit in, like you said, right. Or, or if you look for friends or whatever it is and you want people to know who you are, you want them to, to think that you're not some weirdo that's doing stuff totally different. Right. But um, I think the, the just a couple, even just a couple years of perspective have helped me to, to just, like I'm, I'm totally fine with, with saying the things that I do or don't do now because I'm fine with it. Like I've come to terms with it. I'm like, this is what I want to do. Like it doesn't matter if you, they don't agree with it or that, yeah, like where I'm still at school and there's things that I have to do because it's school, but they're gonna tell me to do stuff and I'm gonna go no, like I'm never gonna use that. Um, that's not my priority. You know, somebody the other day was telling me to how to practice with a metronome. And I was like, I no, like, I can't tell you last time I practiced with a metronome because I'm not doing like the stuff that they're sometimes, sometimes, you know, people are, are sharing things because the, the place that you're at or whatever. And it's kind of like an assumption that this is what you need. And sometimes only, you know, best what you need. And then obviously you don't like, you need to seek out help, but you need to seek out help in the right ways. Cause people are only just, you know, they're trying to do their best to, to share with you what what they think that you may need but um yeah just stay stay true to yourself mm-hmm, yeah. absolutely and i think as that relates to advice you know like it, even like with even with our podcast here like listeners i hope you know like we're you know we're just figuring it out just as much as you guys mm-hmm. are like we're not on some you know high horse saying that we've made it yet you know we're figuring it out together and so we're very grateful you know, to have you on this journey with us I think um, going back to what you said earlier about um, advice, right, right, 
Yeah, I was like, I had a little brain fart there. Yeah, just the gears returning. You could see it. Yeah. Um, like when it comes down to advice, like I think the most important advice that I've ever gotten is to not take advice. It sounds counterintuitive. Nah, the most important good. advice I've ever gotten is to not take advice. Here's a quote from Naval Ravikant, my favorite uh, chief executive philosopher. Um, <laughs> he basically said, at the end of the day, all advice cancels out to zero, right? For every saying, there's an equal and opposite saying, right? Yeah, um, there's okay. like, you know, it, uncertainty is the birthplace of growth. On the other hand, two birds in the hand are better. Uh, one bird in the one fish in the hand is better than two in the bush or whatever, you know, whatever the yeah. fish in a bush, what, <laughs> you know, um, like, like those kinds of things are yeah, always yeah, yeah. an equal and opposite point of view to any situation and so at the end of the day all advice cancels out to zero mm -hmm. and so i think being able to choose what is applicable to us and being able to figure out our own journey and as you said stay true to ourselves is how we inevitably figure out life you know if we're talking you know if this is let's talk about life right i think ultimately it's a self-authoring process that if you're looking for a prescription from somebody else you're never going to find the answer because there is no there is no answer you know when one asks another person for advice ultimately the other person just gives them their winning lottery ticket you know if you were to replicate the same kind of thing like even for perspective like let's say you know you ask a super successful person okay how did you get successful quote successful right mm -hmm they lay out all this thing. If they were to repeat that exact same process again today, it wouldn't work. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so it's a moving target. That's the thing with advice, right? Asking for life advice. It's ultimately always going to be a moving target because life is always in flux. Life is always changing, always moving. And so being able to embrace like the self-responsibility and authoring, authoring things for ourselves and being able to, trust ourselves and be secure in our ability to figure things out i think that is like true confidence not in the sense of oh wow look how much i've accomplished look how much i've done but rather the sense of you know what i'm confident in my ability to figure things out because mm -hmm. i have before and i will again mm -hmm. yeah and that's also like the scary part that i've like had i mean i think we talked a little bit about it i made a whole video on it like mm -hmm. there is no book there's books, you know, of like people sharing how to live, but there's not like one rule book or like map because there can't be, there's obviously a lot of, there is a lot of advice. It's great stuff, but you can't just follow one thing. Like I've, I've found that with so many areas of when I'm always trying to like, I try overall better myself. And there's always things that contradict. And it's like, if you follow everybody, which I've tried to like, okay, I'm learning this, learn this, can I grab that? Can I grab that? And I start doing it all. It's like, well, like, what am I going to get up at 3 a.m. every day? Oh, but you've got to be in bed by this time, but you need this long of a nighttime routine. Like, just if you start, you can't do everything is what I'm trying to say. And this, and, and mm -hmm. this is a much of a reminder to myself than it has to everybody mm -hmm. else that, like, it is. It's just like you're curating your, your, the advice the things you're learning, you're trying stuff though, you figure out what doesn't work, what does work. Some people it takes longer than others because they picked the thing off the shelf just so happened that there was 50 to choose from and they picked the one that was right, but everybody else got to go through all 49 other ones, right? Um, 
And, and that's just how it is, which is like, it's, it's, it doesn't make me happy to say that. Like it sucks <laughs> that that's how it works, but that's how it works. And I think it's, it's a good reminder to remember that that's how it works because, because like, I, I personally find it, you know, really easy to get into, I don't know, like, what should I be doing in this situation? Is this the right thing? Am I doing the right thing? Maybe oh, they, this person would have done that. and I should have followed that. It's like, well, I need to, I need to, you know, try it myself. He's laughing because <laughs> our brain, <laughs> yeah, the the, literally that is exactly um, what my brain says. <laughs> what is the right thing to do in this situation? What would Tony Robbins do no, here? Right. <laughs> But what Tony Robbins would do and what you would do would probably be different to some extent because yeah, he's had absolutely. different experiences. He exactly. he would see the situation differently, whatever. So mm -hmm. I think we uh, this is, again, just a big reminder to myself um, mm -hmm. that we need to not take yeah people's advice as like, this is the only way to do it. If it worked for them, it's going to work for you um, because obviously like nobody's had a perfect life or experience or whatever. So it's not like one way to do it, but also everybody is so different. Like we've all had, we've all grown up as children and experienced different things. We on a day-to-day -day basis experience different things. Like people have been in car crashes before. If I get in a car crash, it's not going to be the same as the one that happened yesterday in Vancouver. You know what I mean? Like, like things, not similar really. situations can happen, but you have to adapt to the the situation because nothing will be ever, like ever be exactly the same. And that's a really mm -hmm. weird thing to think about and hard to wrap your head around and hard to like just be okay with. Um, but definitely something I'm trying to, like I'm starting to realize and focus on more, but it's a very good point. Like you said, that there's no, like, don't take any advice, but also like take the advice, but don't just follow mm -hmm. one piece of advice, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think it comes down to like not like understanding that there is no answer. Mm -hmm. Like there are answers, but there is no one answer. Mm -hmm. Right? There are just a whole bunch of different paths, different doors that you can take. I wrote an entire like blog post about this. There is no with with nuance, of course, you know, like don't nitpick an aphorism, right? There is no right or wrong decision. There are only decisions. And so if we have faith that everything will work itself out, and that means that every decision could potentially be the right one, yeah. quote unquote, right one. You know, I like we're talking about something like an, a very interesting point. I have a question for you. You know, how do you feel then, you know, the entire like if one shouldn't try to find answers or look for advice, how then do you approach that as a creator who seeks to help people and essentially, you know, either tell our story or give out advice. How do you personally see yourself approaching that with the knowledge that, okay, there is no one piece of advice. Like what's kind of your perspective on that? I try to approach it in that way that we're talking about. Like I, if you go look at my, my YouTube banner, it says, which my, is incredible. Thank you. Uh, his YouTube channel. You y'all. Yeah. His banner is incredible, but his channel <laughs> is incredible. Y'all subscribe to Harrison King. Please do yourself a favor. Honestly, oh. thank you. Thank you. Um, the the text on my banner is learning to live for the first time. I heard that mm. I heard that one day I heard that from somebody and it's such a simple phrase. And I, I just love I love it so much because everybody is learning to live for the first time. Nobody is experienced. Mm. You know, you and our parents, you know, are much older than us, but they also haven't been that age. They haven't experienced where they are in the life they haven't at one point they hadn't had kids they do now but like 
it's we're all learning to live for the first time. And I've said it on here before. I just love it so much because it's just such a mm. it puts everything into perspective that even Jeff Bezos, who is the richest man in the world that, you know, Elon is I don't know who is. But anyway, like yeah. the, it's yeah. they're still like learning how to live because they like obviously different experiences, whatever. But mm-hmm. nobody is like uh, not included in that statement. And, and I, th- I find like peace in that because mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then you talk to your parents sometimes and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, what do you mean? Like you, you, yeah, yeah. You, you've got a kid, you know, you raised me well, we've got food on the table, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, but I, I still don't know. Like, I don't know how life works. And you just expect that at some point it's like, you're on this big journey, right? In this video game and you make it to the end, the last castle. And then it's like, here. You did it like great. It's that never, <laughs> that never happens. That mm-hmm. never happens. And I I've heard people say that and it's just like, I, I can't, again, I can't wrap my head around it. It's like, come on, at some point you've got to like have it figured out, but nobody does. Cause we're all figuring it out. So you asked a question to me and I want you to ask it again because I, I got off. I topic, lo- <laughs> well, first of all, yeah, no, I love that quote. That's my first time hearing that. Like just hearing that, like, gave me such a sense of peace i don't know about y'all audience like everyone listening like if that gave you peace because i'm feeling that one learning to live life for the first time i think that is so liberating Mm -hmm. and it like we have permission to fail to fall to figure it all out because ultimately this is our first try at living our first and you know based off of what we know so far our first and only try now who knows about reincarnation all these different things right but our first try this is our first time figuring this thing out and so like that's just so freeing you know like that comes with a fearlessness to it like every moment this podcast is the first time that we're figuring out how to do this particular episode exactly right? whatever it is that we're doing at any present moment is our first time figuring it out and that's that's given me a lot of peace in regards you know like bring it full circle like to this sudden trip to the east coast like this is my first time doing something like this i'm not going to expect myself to have it all figured out i'm going to figure it out as i go you know and not be too hard on myself if you know like oh i stutter on national television or like i have a pimple or whatever you know like this is my first time doing this this is my first time approaching every day and so i will give myself the permission to figure it out Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. I, I remember now what you had asked. So I got off topic, but there was mm-hmm. a reason I said that. So you had said as a creator sharing stuff. Mm-hmm. I have that on there because that's how I try to approach it. Like I I really like sharing. I like talking. That's why I do this. Um, and like you said, like I, everybody has something to offer. I don't think I'm better than everybody. I really don't. I think anybody in the world has something to say everybody should have a podcast because I want to hear your perspective. I want to hear your perspective. Like everybody has something to say. So at least I I try to, maybe it doesn't come across that way, but I try to approach it. Like this is my life. I'm kind of putting it on display a little bit Um, because we're all learning to live. And and a large portion of the people that I'm making stuff for is are my, the people, my age, our age. Um, it can be like weird where you were all learning to live for the first time. So then you only have your experience, but it's like, let me let you into my experience. So then you're kind of getting like, you're moving further a little faster. Like it's not that what I am experiencing is better. It's just that now you know what I'm experiencing and you can go, Oh, he feels that way. I thought I was the only one that felt that way. And you're like, okay, 
okay, let me talk to some other people. And then all of a sudden you're like, all of my friends feel the exact same way right now. And that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't shared my thing. So it's not that I feel like I'm better or that, that my advice is, be- it's like any advice or stuff that I share is like things that I've heard and that it's helped me. And I put it out there and I'm not telling anybody to do anything with it. I'm just saying, this is it. You choose what you want to do with it. If this helps you, great. If this doesn't help you, great. You know, like, and, and that's, that's how I try to do it. Um, which can be hard. Like, obviously you want to like, sometimes you get to a point where you like, you actually have learned something like there are stuff that I know that I, I really know is like, maybe not, there's not always the right way, but like maybe one of the best ways to do something. But that still doesn't mean I have to say this is what you need to do, because I don't know if that's what you need to do. But I'm, I'm going to share it and say, here's something to think about. Check it out for yourself. So you can get to this maybe where I am, like I had this realization, because other people shared it with me. So I'm going to share it with you so you can have the same thing. So that's how I try to approach it. And at least, uh, and, 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 and just in life too, like, I, I think that's always in my mind. Now, whether I actually execute that in the way that I want to, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that's my intention. Yeah. And you execute it incredibly. <laughs> you, Good. y'all, happy to hear. Happy please to hear. subscribe to Harrison King. <laughs> this whole thing's Give an ad, actually. A favor. <laughs> I, yeah, actually, this entire thing. Actually, what Harrison meant to say, I'm the, like, we're actually the best. We already have it all figured Stop. out, you know? You should just... <laughs> We have no all the way. best advice, and you should subscribe and rate this podcast. Yeah, absolutely not. But I think, yeah. yeah, I think that's that's where I try to come from, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really believe that. Like everybody has something to. It's it's stuff people say all the time, but they say because it it's true. Like I think everybody is valid. Like everybody should have a podcast. Like I don't know what to talk about. I'm like. I had a topic for today and we haven't talked about it. I haven't even told you what it is. Like, <laughs> it's just, we have, things, me. we have things to share. Everybody has things to share. And, and that's really what life is. It's just accumulation of knowledge and sharing knowledge. And that's about it. So. Exactly. So everyone listening, I hope you give yourselves the permission to figure this thing out, this thing called life for the first time. I hope you have enjoyed our conversation today. I hope that it inspires you, empowers you you know, to go out and be fearless, to go make things happen, to share your achievements, your experiences, to, you know, open up about your insecurities and to be vulnerable with the people in your life, you know, sharing your insecurities, sharing your achievements and just figuring out life for the very first time. Mm-hmm. That's it. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Amir. Thank you. I'm Harrison. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and the YouTube that he mentioned. Subscribe <laughs> to Harrison's YouTube channel. Uh, at Harrison King Official. And uh, harrisonkingofficial.com. Oh, that's my website. And Amir, where are you? You can find me everywhere at Amir Koro, A-M-E-E-R-C-O-R-R-O on YouTube, Instagram, wherever you get your social media, I will be there. All right. There it is. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good rest of the day. And I hope you, yeah, just sit with that. Remember, we're all living, uh, learning to live for the first time. So whether things are going bad or going good, uh, they're just going and you're going to figure it out because mm-hmm. nobody knows what's happening which is mm-hmm. a scary thing but also a good thing so have a good rest of the day if you enjoyed this episode and want to support the show make sure to leave us a review on apple podcasts visit us on instagram and tiktok at let's talk about life pod and for more information head on over to harrisonkingofficial.com forward slash podcast now it's time for you to get out there and have a deep meaningful conversation in your own life <laughs>